In order to retire successfully, you'll need vision. You'll also need a plan to execute that vision. Welcome to Retirement Pathfinder with Barbara Lane and Phil Gusky. On today's show, we'll give you the tools you need to navigate unique challenges you'll face in retirement. It's time to chart your financial future. Retirement Pathfinder starts now. Well, hello and welcome in to the Retirement Pathfinder. Glad to have you on the podcast today. I'm Ben George, alongside, as always, Phil Gusky and Barbara Lane over at Pathfinder Wealth Management. Glad to talk to you both again. First uh, recording in 2023. I hope you're both well. Oh, boy. 2023 already and it's half over. Oh, my gosh, Ben. Well, happy, <laughs> happy like 2023. It. Absolutely. How are y'all doing? <laughs> good, good. You know, but Phil, Phil, Phil looks a little down. How are you doing, Phil? Uh, not not so good, Barb. Well, what's going on? Well, my favorite my favorite uncle died. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, that's bad. No, that's good. How is that good, Phil? Well, he left me a hundred thousand dollars. Well, that's good. Uh, no, that's that's really bad. I don't understand. How is that bad? Well, the IRS came along and and took fifty thousand in in tax. Oh, that's bad. No, that's that's actually good. How is that good, Phil? Well, I invested the fifty thousand in cryptocurrency and made a million dollars. Wow, that's good. No, that's that's bad. How is that bad? Well, I invested with a guy named Sam Sam Bankman Freed, and he lost all of it. No, that's really bad. No, that's really good. How is it good? Well, I I don't have to pay the taxes now on the million dollars. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. No, that's that's bad. Well, how is it bad, Phil? Well, I didn't get my fifty thousand dollars back either. <laughs> you sure didn't. <laughs> yeah, well, with apologies to comedian Archie Campbell at Hee that is not how we want our, our investors to start investing in the year 2023. So, Ben, we're going to turn it over to you. That's funny. That, that, that could have been a quick recap of 2022 for sure for some people. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that was a good, a good laugh to start the show. I appreciate that. That was, uh, that was pretty good. All right. What we do want to talk about, though, is uh, some things you need to be thinking about, some questions to answer to make sure you avoid the, the good and bad, uh, more of the bad, I guess, what we're trying to avoid here with retirement preparedness. That's going to be our topic today on the podcast. And just, just to remind you, if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out. Barbara and Phil would love to hear from you, even if it's feedback on the podcast or something you want us to talk about, or if you have questions about what we discussed today, just visit pathfinderchat.com. That is the best place to get on the schedule for Barbara and Phil and to set up a time to meet with them. So again, new year, we want to kind of ask a few questions here to maybe make sure you are prepared to kind of get a better idea of where you stand and make sure you're not making those same investment mistakes. And so I've got four I want to run by you today. Um, and let's start with this one. It's, it's always so important to retirement planning. And that's, do I know exactly how much income I'm going to need every month? Well, if you give me the answer, I sure do uh, enough to cover my bills. That That's <laughs> probably not going to be sufficient to do a uh, thorough retirement preparedness plan. So to be more specific, do you have a current budget or spending plan? We like to call it a spending plan versus a budget, Barb, right? It's a little bit softer right. spending plan. Yes, I agree. Yeah. So this plan needs to identify you know, enough cash generated for your investments to cover two kinds of expenses. And this is very important. Uh, the first kind of expense is what we call static expenses or recurring monthly, quarterly, or annual bills. Uh, static expenses are utilities, food and groceries, gas and oil for the car, homeowners insurance, or mortgage payments. These bills show up like clockwork, don't they? And they're payable whenever they're presented. The next group of expenses are what we call non-static or unexpected needs that come up, such as at auto repair, 
right? Or home repair, appliance replacement, or metal, medical or dental bills that are not covered by insurance, just to name a few. And there's a long list of unexpected bills that can mm-hmm. occur, you know? So according to 2022 uh, Fidelity Healthcare Cost Estimate Report, the average retired couple at age 65 can expect to spend around, now get this, $315,000 on healthcare expenses in retirement, Barb. Yeah, that's up substantially, isn't it? it, it yeah, inflation is uh, so much higher on healthcare, isn't it? It is, it is, and so we have to understand that that can be part of your non-static or unexpected needs that need to be planned for. But hey, the news gets even worse than that; it gets more expensive. There's one more expense not covered by the most by most pensions or Social Security, and it's called inflation. That really is an expense. You know that particular. Uh, topic is covered by what we call the cost of goods and services going up as measured by the CPI, which is the consumer price index. What it basically says is that stuff is going up in price, right? So based on published reports by the CPI, the last two years in U.S. cities, now this is the average for U.S. cities across the country, 7% increase in inflation for 2021 and 6.5% in 2022. That means you have to realize this is unbelievable, folks that your wages dropped by a whopping 13.5% the past two years. It's a hidden tax. It really is. It is a hidden tax. In fact, if you look back even further than that, since 1960, we have been losing an average of 3.8% of our take-home pay each year due to inflation. It's always been with us. Not quite as bad uh, in previous years as it has been the last couple of years, but it's been bad. So if you brought if you bought an item back in uh, 1960, Barb, for $100, Let's say uh, you know an appliance in the home or something like that. Today, it's going to cost nine hundred twenty-nine bucks if you start buying that item in, in the year two thousand twenty-two. Yep. Yeah. So when you're planning your retirement budget, make sure you allow for that three percent or more increase to your to your budget to accommodate that inflation. That inflation, you know. So if you need help, and most people do need help to work up a realistic spending plan and uh, build into it those particular cost increases, give us a call at eight one five three nine nine. 9806 or go online and uh, schedule time uh, at pathfinderchat.com. We give you about 15 minutes of complimentary time uh, to kind of steer you in the right direction. Yeah, absolutely. If you're within three to five years of retirement, talk to a retirement planning yes. specialist now. You know, that way, if there are any shortfalls for what you're going to need, you'll know now and maybe you have a chance to do something about it if you're still working. Uh, I was just looking at a study too this last year, Phil. Northwest Mutual did a study of uh, 2,000 adults, and the average American anticipates they'll need about one and a quarter million to be comfortable. Which wow. is, yeah, but this is, listen to this, mm. and that was a 20% jump from the previous year, from 2021. However, the average retirement account is about $87,000. Hmm, a little difference there. Yeah. My goodness. So if we use a 4% withdrawal general rule, and I'm not saying this is a hard and fast rule, that means one and a quarter million would generate about $50,000 a year. But because there's no pensions anymore and workers saving on their own, people, I think people are going to be working much longer than they anticipate, don't you, Bill? Uh, yeah, out of necessity. Yeah. They're, Absolutely. They're not not looking at, and people aren't doing the math soon enough, I think. Yeah, there's definitely some some things to be sorting through uh, when it comes to that. And, you know, when, I, when we go to our next one here, I think back to the the good and bad, the Social Security, the COLA increase, good, uh, bad, well, inflation is, uh, is hitting us pretty hard. <laughs> but it takes us to our next question about, do you know the ideal time to take Social Security? And I'm sure a lot of people are thinking about this even harder after seeing these increases in 2023. Yeah, you know, you have a good point, Ben. 
was a huge increase this year. And and uh, for my clients that are rather new at taking Social Security, I said, don't get used to that. It's money going in the right pocket, and it's actually came out the left. So that's that's the reason why you got such a big increase. But normally, when inflation is low, one to maybe two to three percent, and that's that's what they're going to see for an increase in their Social Security benefit. But you know, the question is, when is the ideal time? Uh, the short answer is that it's different with everyone. So there's are many considerations. If you take Social Security at the earliest age of 62, you receive a reduced benefit. If you wait until age 70, which is the maximum age, you have an 8% annual increase in benefit every year after full retirement age that you wait. But the considerations are many. Are you married? Does your spouse have a benefit? Whose benefit is higher? What do you have for retirement income sources? 401k, a pension? And how's your health? Your spouse's health if you're married? When you know what the answers are to those questions, then you can start to put together the numbers and whether or not you take Social Security early or later is going to depend on your expenses in retirement. So most important is what you need to live on in retirement and when do you plan to retire? Most people don't know when to take Social Security, so it's important to see a qualified retirement specialist that knows Social Security. We've done classes many years for many years, Phil. We we have on on teaching Social Security and Mm -hmm. when is the best time. Um, but you want to get all the facts before making that decision. So reach out to us at pathfinderchat.com for a 15-minute phone call. We'd love to chat with you. Yeah, I've talked to some folks recently here, Barb, where they determined they wanted to take their Social Security at age 62. And the reason for it was because they said, well, our parents died very young. Hmm. Not, okay, so yeah. now the, the, what's changed is is longevity, and we're going to talk about that next. Yep. Longevity is our next uh, topic here. So have you addressed this? Do you have a plan in place to make sure that you don't have this risk uh, if you of outliving your money? Because it is a big risk now. Yeah. It's really surprising, Ben, that most people uh, believe that the greatest threat to their savings and investments uh, would be the stock market. You know, the possibility of losing 100% of their investments or their savings or a good portion of it never returning to its original value. However, in the history of our, our country, in the investment world, that's not to be true. In fact, uh, the S&P 500 index has averaged, now get this, since 1926, 10.5%, and small company U.S. stocks averaged a whopping 12.1% since 1928. So market risk has not really been the biggest risk or should be the biggest risk on people's mind. So what is the risk of most concern? And it's what we talked about. It's actually known as in longevity risk or the risk of outliving your savings or your investments. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really amazing how we all underestimate our life expectancy. Uh, how often have I heard a client say, well, my folks only live to be 65 or 70. So I don't really expect to live much longer or beyond that point. And Barb, I know your parents died very young. Yeah, my parents died. Oh, gosh. Well, health issues. But um, my mom was 39. My dad was 49. Wow. So that was unusual. So I have outlived them, Phil. Yes, you have. Uh, And I believe that part of the reason we think uh, this way is because we are trained to accept our parents' norms and biases regarding their experiences with either health care or money. And there might be some truth to what we're being told as youngsters, according to the actuarial tables published in 1900. Now, this is over 100 years ago. And what was published uh, through the uh, Department of Aging at the U of C, Berkeley, my mother, who was born in 1924, was projected to live only until age 61.5. She's now (laughs) 98.5. So 
Growing up in my home, my parents taught me that I should make a lot of money so I can retire early. Otherwise, when I hit age 65, I'll get my gold watch and then keel over, right? So you you got to retire young enough to enjoy it. However, your dad did pass on it about that age. Yeah, he was 65. Yeah, he was he was 65. So he just actually he went a little bit above the charts uh, in age. But, you know, times have changed, Barb. My mother at at age 98.5 is still going strong. So what happened to make this change? How did she live so much longer? Well, I call it the healthcare revolution. <laughs> and it's similar to the it's very similar to the industrial revolution that was experienced in our country that really was the catalyst for the economic growth and the prosperity in America today. Well, the healthcare revolution is still ongoing and is increasing our quality and longevity of life. So, our solution to the problem of longevity risk starts with two recommendations. The first one is no longer underestimate your life expectancy based mm-hmm. upon your parents or grandparents' experience, right? Get away from that completely because of modern medical science, right? right? And number two, understand that you must invest your retirement funds in a manner that will match updated life expectancy charts. And so now we're talking about age 85, 90, 95 or beyond, mm-hmm. Barb. So if there's uh, you know something that we can do for you, a specific method and a system that we can uh, help incorporate in your planning process. We want to encourage you to give us a call. We can give you 15 minutes of complimentary time at uh, 815-399-9806. Or you can go ahead and register for a uh, uh, a time set aside at pathfinderwealth.com. Or tap, it's actually pathfinderchat.com, isn't it? No? Pathfinderchat.com. Yeah, pathfinderchat.com. Okay. And we can give you that time complimentary. We won't charge anything, but maybe we can steer you in the right direction with regard to uh, planning properly for life expectancy. Yeah, I am agreement, in agreement with you too, Phil. I've talked with my clients when we're doing income planning and I say expect to live at least 30 years in retirement. Absolutely. Expect to live close to age 100. And uh, and I just took that one step further, depending on many things, you know, your current investments, if you're married, uh, there's several tools in the toolbox if we just look at a, briefly here a solution for income. One thing to remember is annuities. There are some really good annuity options and good payouts for taking lifetime income, but annuities are one of the tools. So can there's there's good annuities, bad annuities, just like good stocks and mutual funds and, and bonds and life insurance products and all of that out there. Mm-hmm. So you just have to choose one that's right for you and they're best to use in addition to other retirement investments. So um, some call this what they call it a bucket approach. So you got one for safety, you've got one for growth, and you've got one for income. Uh, but as Phil says, you know, give us a call and we'd be happy to go over some of those solutions with you. Awesome. Really interesting information and, and, and kind of how you approach longevity there, because I know it's something that everyone needs to be thinking about. And, um, you know, maybe you're not quite as prepared as you think you are if you've not addressed that yet. So takes us to our last point here. Last question we want to ask and make sure we are checking off some of the key boxes here with retirement is, Am I prepared for the possibility of future tax increases, which I guess if you listen to most experts, they assume that the taxes will go up from here, likely. Yes. Yeah. That, and that's, that's really a good question. Um, the threat of increased taxes is very probable, as we all know. Now, there are some good news here. It uh, looks like for this year in 2023, the IRS just announced about two weeks ago, a 7% increase in each bracket of income of taxation meaning you'll be paying less taxes due to more of your income filling up each of those brackets. Standard deductions increase this year also. But as we know, the tax laws are never permanent. So with a growing deficit and government's response typically is to raise taxes, I would say expect taxes to be higher in the future. 
And you can prepare for that now, though, and it doesn't matter your age. You can do tax planning at any time. One idea to consider is a Roth conversion. Mm. You know, if you have a 401k account or an IRA account that's sizable, you know, what we have been doing with a number of our clients are Roth conversions. And we're uh, so we fill up those lower tax brackets and, uh, you know, they're paying the taxes now at lower rates for a tax-free account in the future. You may also want to consider if you're younger, if you're still working, a Roth 401ks. 401ks have adopted the Roth version inside uh, many years ago, most of those. Uh, Roth IRAs outside of the 401k, you can also save in depending on income. Uh, Now, Roth conversions aren't for everyone, but we look at those on a case-by-case basis, and we do a number of those every year. So you're paying taxes at a lower rate today, again, for a tax-free account in the future. And also depending on all of your accounts and the taxation of those accounts, whether they're employer plans, IRAs, taxable accounts, there are tax-efficient methods to withdraw on these accounts once you reach retirement, uh, combined with when to take Social Security that can add longevity to your retirement dollars. So you have choices when you retire and how you take that money versus when you're when you're still working. So call us. Don't wait to see what tax planning opportunities there may be for you. Uh, it's not an age thing. It's uh, it's it's uh, you can you can do tax planning at any time. Yes, Barbara. You know, in fact, uh, I've talked to a number of clients that uh, really didn't have as much advantage to do a Roth conversion for themselves uh, down the road. Maybe the the taxes. Yeah, weren't that great. But at the same time, you know, I want to ask them a question and it kind of goes like this. You know, if you had a choice between leaving an inheritance to your children in a taxable account or a tax-free account, which of those two would you rather leave? Absolutely. Tax-free. Tax-free all 100% of the time. I'd not ask. Well, now, now I do have the oddball that response. And I think they're just kind of kidding me when they say, well, I'd rather my kids get the taxable account because it's a gift to them anyhow. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have heard that. <laughs> yes, we have. Okay. Well, there you go, Ben. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> a lot of humor on today's episode. So I can appreciate <laughs> yeah. that for sure. It's a good way to start off the year. So just a few of the questions here. Again, there's more to go through to make sure you're prepared for retirement to make sure you are investing properly. But again, this is a good starting point. But if you have questions for us, we would love to hear from you. Just visit pathfinderchat.com. You can schedule a meeting with Barbara or Phil there. And you can always call Pathfinder Wealth at 815-399-9806. All right. Very good. Uh, Good start to the new year. Thank you both for taking us through a few of these questions and I look forward to doing it again soon. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. thanks, Thanks for listening. Keep the questions coming. We enjoy answering those. Yes. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.